You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Well, let's see. It's the 20th of October, the 3rd. Is this the third Friday? <laughs> well, I guess it is. But, hey, it is Tennessee weekend, and if it is a Friday, it's Matt and Lars and Big Noon Sports. Then you've got us live at Free. Got tables open. Come by, have lunch, grab a burger, and I uh, see Tennessee fans in here, too. So come on by and enjoy as we will broadcast until 2. But, of course, come by here all weekend long and watch the games right here if you're not going tomorrow. Laura Lee is with us. And so is Peyton. Laura Lee, how are you? Doing well. This uh, little surgery you had, all, all good now? Getting better every day. All right. Peyton joins us, uh, Alabama student extraordinaire from what Lars tells me. Extraordinaire is yeah. correct. Yeah, I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, have, you have peeps in town. Yes, I got some uh, cousins and aunts over there. The wave, well, they don't, they don't hear us right now, but I guess got a wave there. But uh got some my parents coming in and, uh, shortly, so it's going to be a good time this weekend. Lars, how are you today? I'm doing terrific. How are you doing, Matt? Man, life is good. I mean, you know how much this weekend means to me. And you know I will literally be sitting on a bed of nails for about three and a half hours tomorrow because well, yeah, um, nobody likes to lose to Tennessee, especially me. I'm old school like that, Laura Lee. Are you a big Tennessee hater? Yes. Good. Good but answer. But I have to tread lightly because two things. I have a Tennessee family. And they're in the house, as I said Sporting they would the be. And, yep, yes, polos. in their orange, but I also wouldn't be here if my parents didn't meet at the University of Tennessee. Mm. So they are both Tennessee grads. So there actually is something good that happened there in Knoxville. That's <laughs> I'm right. Ama- I'm amazed. Yes. Um, last night at Hey Coach, Saban urged... And I think this directly reflects the last year in Alabama's loss at Knoxville, 52-49. The crowd was raucous with the Tennessee fans. Last night, Lars, Saban said, hey, you know, we need to do that too. Yeah, he made the point that Tennessee runs a fast-paced offense, uh, 2.7 plays uh, every minute in, in the game. Uh, so the the crowd can really be a disruptive force. And I think he was also talking about the lack of enthusiasm, shall we say, last week in the crowd. And he just is urging, imploring the crowd to inject this team with energy and uh, and, and just keep them sort of going. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. I've never heard Nick Saban make a request no, like this, Peyton. No. No. Yeah, and uh being from the students' perspective, being there, I, I kind of felt that same way during the Texas game. They started to speed up, start, start, started to do that same sort of tempo style, and uh, the fans were like in between plays weren't as loud because you can't keep the you gotta like be you know smart about it. So it's an interesting factor. I was very very fascinated to see Saban talk about that. I never seen him talk about that. Well, he knows it can be an effect. He's, he's had to live through the effects of last that large year. large crowd. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And uh, last year Tennessee, last year Texas. Yeah. Um, it is. Been difficult, but Alabama. I don't want to say hand sitters, but I, I don't think they get as involved as some fans do. But I think this year, Peyton, it's going to be different because of last year. Yeah, and the revenge yeah. factor is real. There's no question about it. And I mean, when you compare this Tennessee team this year to the one last year, it's like like completely different styles, defense, and running the ball this year. Last year's the aerial attack and get enough stops. And um, right now, it's just I mean, they're they're averaging like. 
under six yards per attempt on the uh, through the air, but on the ground they're averaging over two hundred. They put two hundred thirty yards on A and M strong front last week. So that was, I mean, something we couldn't do. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> right. Was it twenty three yards oh, rushing yeah. against Alabama? Yeah. Or against the A and M? Laura Lee, why is it that Alabama fans of Brian Denny are known to say say not be the loudest? Okay. Well. All right. Let's uh, dig I, deep into I this. I think <laughs> at times we're very loud and. Uh, I, I sort of have to uh, ask Peyton this. Where were the students last week? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, this is like the mom chiding child. It's just, it's, <laughs> we're a spoiled fan base, there's no question about it. And the 11 a.m. games, they don't get up for it very often. I have a, many friends that weren't there because they didn't get up for it. I was in attendance, of course, <laughs> being strong uh, and, and leading the charge there. So I'm going to have the conducting the student section this week, and that's my job. It's all on you. It's all on to me. control thirty-eight thousand. Oh, it's all on me. How yeah. many uh, students can fit in that particular area? Do you know? I mean, Ten, fifteen thousand. Well, I mean, you can sit on top. Like you're stacking people on top, on top of each other. I remember the uh, Texas game on the um, like the Jermaine Burton ricochet touchdowns and some of the ones that got called back. People were like falling all over the place. Like they were so excited. And, and that's because there back. were too many. I mean, they just get <laughs> stacked on top of each other. Yeah. So a game like this, especially with you know, yeah, just the environment that I mean, that's where you want to sit in the student section from. A student's perspective and it'll be a fun one what about you when you were here oh the student section when i was here you have to think about the fact that when i went to school here it was primarily an alabama in-state uh college and so nobody even thought about missing the game much less leaving early we did not do that and now these students with uh I think it's 50, uh, slightly over 50% of the student body is from out of state. They didn't grow up on Alabama football, many Payton, of them. Yeah, and, well, I did grow up on Alabama, grew up football, on Alabama well, football. You but know, from Louisiana. One of the rare ones, yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's like not something we would have ever done. It's completely different because I, I was not surprised that the students didn't show up, but I was surprised that so few of the students showed up. And Yeah, and then the air in the building in the third quarter, I mean, so they get they get a few touchdowns in the uh, second quarter. It looks really good. It looks like it's going to be a blowout sort of game. And then it just the gravity of everything, just the Alabama sideline, the student section, anything, everything was just kind of flat. flat and took the foot off the gas. So you can't say that. You can't do the stuff like that and Saban talked at length about it on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. yesterday on his appearance, weekly appearance on that one. And he was talking about how, um, you know, when when you're in games like that, you got to keep the the, 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 you, the scoreboard isn't a factor, but it's an external factor. You have to keep going as if there is no scoreboard. You have to play within yourself every snap, like you're trying to put good tape on, you know, film. And that's something they didn't do last week. And yep. KJ Jefferson took advantage and played really well. Um, Laura Lee, got to ask you a question. As a child growing up in Nebraska, I would see Alabama games, and I didn't understand why the students were dressing up. <laughs> yes, that is a dad. completely foreign either. concept uh, to those of us in, from different parts of the country. Why? Yes. Well, why? I mean, a lot of the times, okay. First of all, in the Greek section, that is what you do. You wear your dresses, heels. Back then, our dresses had a lot more material to them. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, and you would that. wear your sorority pin. And, uh, the, but now, 
uh, actually sororities can have their own sections, whereas before it was just the fraternities. But it's just something we've always done. They still do it. Uh, now, if you go to the general student body, the independents, the non-Greeks, they don't dress up. They didn't in our area. Either. No, and they did not in, in our area either. Up. I, dress up. I, I, I wear the classic Bama polo and just the, the regular look. Golly, I, guess. I, I don't want to do too, too deep of a dive here, but when I was a freshman and I was a fraternity, I was Delta Cop, proud of it, but we would have to put our coat and tie on. Yeah. And, and it was pretty standard issue. You know, the the dark blue blazer Still with is. the red tie and khakis. But we would have to go over. Most all the games back then were during the day. But we had to go over there, the pledges did, and save seats. Yeah, rope them That off. meant you had to be there when the gates opened, which was 90 minutes before kickoff, and sit there in a steaming August-September heat and just literally, you would... And you still wear your coat. I wouldn't do it today, even if I were the president of the fraternity. But uh, I, I think they've laxed on that maybe a little bit. But uh, it was brutal, Lars. What I've learned, basically, since I've lived here is that a football Saturday in the South is as much a social event as it is a athletic event. Right. If you don't no believe your statement, go to the Grove. Yeah. Okay. yeah that is the epitome. Well, uh, you think it is. I think the epitome's over there on the quad. Well, it's just <laughs> as good as anything in the Grove. Well, let's just say the Grove has years on them. Well, they they hang chandeliers at the Grove, <laughs> and maybe we don't do that. Um, but, I mean, it's very similar atmospheres, and... You're right, and here it's not limited to the quad. It's all over the campus, and I think it's going to be wide open. And, in fact, uh, we came down the road just uh, 45 minutes ago and turned towards uh, campus, and my sister was driving, and she whipped off, and she was like, I'm not going down there. I mean, it was bumper to bumper already. And uh, so I think you're going to see that it's hopping. You All could over tell, town. You could tell when we came right. off of the interstate. And we could tell one way because there were two F4s flying over. I guess they were mm-hmm. practicing their flyover for tomorrow. Our next segment is going to be hopping, too. Yeah. Matt Finkus, uh, former defensive end at Ohio State, All-American, uh, now media personality in Columbus, Ohio. We're going to talk to him about the sign-stealing going on in Michigan and the allegations and uh, what this could mean for Jim Harbaugh moving forward. Moving forward, uh, there's a lot of evidence, and this looks like uh, Patriot Gate, and it reminds me a lot with the, the way they're researching these signals. It reminds me a lot of what the Astros did. Boo Astros always. <laughs> we'll be right back. We're hey, By the way, again, we're from Innisfree, live from Innisfree. It's a place to be. Lunch, have a cold beer, come see us, and yell Roll Tide. We'll be right back. Hey, Bama 